Holy shit, dude. It's getting worse out there. Yeah, man. It's hard out there for a podcast. Is there any shelter from this storm of crappy forms? That's no storm. That's a hurricane. Hurricane Maxwell. And the only way to shelter yourself from the gale force winds is in the falcon's nest. On the forums at badbordy.com. Badbordy.com? Holy fuck, how did we get there? For the love of all that's fucking holy, how do we get there? Don't panic, man. Chill. All you gotta do is go to badbordy.com and sign up for the forums. And if you use the coupon code ABOG for Always Bet on Geek, you'll get a 50% off of a yearly subscription. That's a whole year. There's a lot of cool shit going on in forums. A year subscription is only $20. Half off if you use the coupon code ABOG. $10 ain't shit for all the stuff you get on the forums. There are monthly giveaways, exclusives, plus all that Bad Bordy archive shows. It's kinda hard to turn down. Holy fucking shit on a stick. Sounds like a plan to be racist. Let's do this. And don't forget, when you do, tell them always bet on geek sent ya. Always bet on geek. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Marshall. Welcome to another episode of Your Parents' Basement, starring, wait, Once Always again. Bet on Geek. <laughs> Once again, my esteemed co-host has gotten the title of a podcast wrong, but it's okay because, you know, I guess he was the one that <laughs> got the title of the podcast wrong <laughs> to begin hey, with. Man, what's up with that? It was the name of the podcast came from you. It's speaking of that. It's speaking of that. This is Pat, aka the Graveyard Shade, your friendly neighborhood co-host. And when I gave Marsh the idea for calling it your parents' basement, I assumed he would check to make sure nobody else had this name. But you know, I I did, man. I did. But that was like when we first started talking about it, like a year or so ago. Because I went back and checked their their episodes, and they started maybe like three months after we discussed it the first time. But then when I talked to them on Twitter, they had let me know that they did the same thing we did with the process of elimination. To where they were trying to do something's basement, and then that was taken, and it was just kind of a string of things that ended up on your parents' basement. Well, just so we're clear, this has always been on Geek. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Well, I mean, they'll know that because the intro music has always been on Geek at the end of it. And speaking of that intro music, we need to shout out the cool guy that actually gave us our our first official theme song. So go for it, Marsh. On Twitter, he goes by J Sarge, at J Sarge. He's done 
loads of podcast music from TESD to Maxwell's House, and, and there's a lot more. I probably, anyway, he's a cool dude. He's part of the community. So, you know, I, I could have just used that silly little beatbox thing that I did at first, but it's, it's about keeping it in the community and being a part and keeping it whatever in the community. I said that five times. Uh, but that's not the actual original piece that he's going to do. Whoa, for whoa, us. whoa, whoa, Marsh, Marsh. Am I getting lost in the weeds? We need to make sure we keep it in the community. Yeah, man, we can all, it's like, we all live in TESD town, man. Just like on Fast and the Furious, Vin Diesel, make sure it's all about family. Family. Community. No, fam. no, no. When he oh. says fam, family, he's talking about his own family. Everybody else's family, the people that he, you know, <laughs> kills in high-speed chases. He doesn't give a shit about this. Those families are different. That's a totally, totally different thing. Family. My family. My group. That's it. But we'll, we'll also make sure to post his contact info in the extended show notes that you can always find on badboardy.com. Right, yeah, badboardy.com. But speaking of iTunes, we are on iTunes, so we're all official. So please, if you like us, or even if you think we peaked at our first episode, but you still... <laughs> but you're still here, please rate, subscribe, and comment on iTunes. We love it. And officially, we are also now on Stitcher. So go to Stitcher and search for Always Bet on Geek and comment and subscribe or rate us there. So you can now find us anywhere in the podcast land, from the iTunes, from the, the Stitchers, to Bad Bordy. Boom. There you go. Sorry, that's retarded. I'm gonna add something there, but I wanted to make sure that I remembered in the in the audio where I was gonna add that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm high. That was random. What the fuck? Oh, also, um, that person laughing in the background is the lovely wife of Marshall, who goes by the name of. Stephanie, who was actually her own person and not just his wife, so I should have said the person laughing in the background is Stephanie, who also happens to be married to Marshall, because she's her own person, not just his other half, so there you go. Okay, that small mistake you made was not worth all the backpedaling you had to do, Pat. <laughs> hey man, so you say, but you have not been raised in a man's world. They have to fight for everything they get. The least we could do is make sure that they're their own person and not just, you know, our extension or our other half. Family. Racist. Racist? <laughs> the Fast and the Furious franchise is one of the most culturally diverse franchises in the world, you know. That is ice cold. <laughs> Ice Cold. No, that's not the name of the movie. I was thinking Cold as Ice. You know, what's funny is that I don't think you know, was, you know, I don't think your wife was even born <laughs> when that movie came out, so. I'm think, sure. Cold as Ice? No. I think Vanilla, no, maybe. Because Vanilla Ice 
the one Vanilla Ice CD came out, or tape came out in like 85 or 86, maybe. The movie might probably came out a couple years after that. Uh, so, so at most... So she was like two or something, two or three, maybe. So at most, four. It had to have been later than that, because I was a teenager. She's only eight years younger. Only eight years younger. That's like an uh, entire high school life combined yeah, it's like, with... Yeah, it's, it's like a generation, yeah. <laughs> There's a there's a generational gap here. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, I'm only older than her. Like, I mean, I lived through the entire Reagan administration, and she wasn't even born yet. But you know, whatever. Yeah, but I was kind of young. I didn't keep up with that kind of stuff. I know who Reagan is, and I know my grandparents, who I grew up with for the most part, thought that he was. Wait, wait. Second coming. How? Whatever. Wait, how are you going to say you were young and you never kept up with that stuff when you just told me off mic that the only reason you voted for Obama is because I made you because you didn't really give two fucks? So if you're going to take out all that about Obama, take out all that about Reagan. Otherwise, I can, you know, get more into it. (laughs) No, you're right. It was because of a Marvel game. I did it because you said that if I voted for Obama, I could get my soul back in the Marvel game. (laughs) That's what it was. That's what it was. No, no, that's true. That's That's true. And you know what? uh, We're not getting into this. I'm editing all this. Don't worry about it. This is what I'm they not, want, I'm man. Not, this is what I'm they want, man. Us, no, us talking like this, man. Like real life talking. They want us lost in the weeds plus some geek stuff. This is what they want, man. This is how we avoid trying to peek at a first episode. So are you trying to tell me that you geek out over... Yeah, man. I am heavy into politics. I am a political geek. State politics. The entire country politics. Local politics, I am heavy into it, yes. I don't have anything for that. Uh, okay, uh, okay, this went quiet there. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at Stephanie Shrug and I'm just like, eh, well. Right, <laughs> <laughs> you fuckers, it's like, eh, whatever, alright. Alright, whatever, Pat. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's get back on topic. Nobody gives two shits about your politics. <laughs> Well, it's not your politics, it's our politics, too. I just numb myself to the bullshit, because, I mean, it's... Well, we're just two big gray clouds, so... <laughs> no, hey, we just sunshine. start talking conspiracy theory if we start talking about <laughs> politics. Hey, you know what? It was worth it, because this talk actually got stuff to talk on this podcast. I've done my job. Booyah! No, How... you said you were... Taking out all the political stuff. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Now now I have given Marshall a reason to leave this in. I did it, man. I did it. She's on the podcast. What you no, gonna do no. now? No, you didn't, man. I'm editing all that stuff. <laughs> you know what happened, because I'm currently in Jackson. They're currently in Olive Branch. So even though I said this, Stephanie gave gave him the stiff look. He said, Nope, <laughs> you're cutting this shit out. I was like, yeah, man. Nope, it's gone. It is gone. <laughs> <laughs> she she didn't give me a look. I was going to edit the uh, the politic talk out anyway. 
Okay, so where were we at the beginning of this podcast? We talked okay. about Jay Sarge. Right, and, okay, so I guess... You mentioned iPhones and, or iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, right, and, uh, and I would... I, I would I would like to thank the couple of people who are not our family or our wives that left positive comments for us on iTunes. Keep it up. I appreciate it. Yes, that is awesome. Like, it always puts a smile on my face when I, I can go to iTunes or Bad Boardy or wherever, or even Twitter, and folks go, yo, I like this podcast. Y'all should keep doing it because it pumps me up. It keeps me going. It's awesome. So thank you, yep, also. Even, even even if they only care because they're ants or they're in this, we're really only doing that for us and y'all anyway, so I don't care about Joe, Joe Schmo from California or from, you know what? I'm going to shut up right now. What I the hell, man? All. What the hell? <laughs> Yo, man, if you're not an ant, fuck you! <laughs> if you're not T-E-S-D, go suck a dick. <laughs> Don't even listen to this podcast. What the fuck, man? You can you can say it like Max. You can say it like Maxwell and tell him to eat a bag of dicks. But uh, we, hey, just no. I did not mean it like that. It didn't come just, off that way. But just know, just know that here it always been on geek. We care about all our listeners. <laughs> this all the all the geeks are are awesome. I apologize. I didn't mean for it to. Because I really didn't mean it that way. I'm looking over at Stephanie. She was even looking at me crazy. So, I mean, I, I guess, did not mean for it to come out that way. It didn't. I guess, not my... I guess on that quote, I can now say my tagline, racist. <laughs> Isn't that a stretch? No because, because no, said, no, because no, because whenever, whenever somebody says something that's racially... Is sensitive, they tend to go, well, I didn't mean for it, it to come out that way. So, no, it it pretty much fits. <laughs> but I wasn't saying anything about black people. <laughs> oh! Have you, have you seen Have you seen Jerry Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> what was it that Cuba Gooden Jr. told him to say over and over again? Show me the money. Show me the money, <laughs> what was the, yeah. What, what was the other thing that he said? You don't remember what he, the other thing he had him scream? Hey, man. Hey, racist. I'm sorry. I don't commit to memory everything a black actor says. You know, right? All right? Actually, so he was like, tell me to show me the money. And he's like, show me the money. And he said, say it louder, Jerry. I don't think you heard it. I don't think you meant it. And he said it. And he was, so then everyone in the office is looking in Tom Cruise's office. And he's screaming into the phone, looking at it. Show me the money. And he's like, I love black people. I love black people. Show me the money! And it shows the people outside of his office looking through his window, looking at him. He's just screaming at this phone. It doesn't help that you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I have seen Jerry Maguire. I know the exact scene you're talking about. So, yes. So, besides show me the money, I love black people. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Marsh, you got I don't think I they heard you. That the whole time? No, I don't think they heard you. The baby's trying to sleep, man. I'm not going to end this podcast that early. <laughs> Hop up on the mic. Make me believe it, Marsh. Make me feel it. Fuck you. <laughs> and that's just what I thought, racist. All right, so. <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about it. I, <coughs> You can't hear me on the microphone. I just said fuck you too. so 
Here, hold on. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to sound loud and ominous. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so it is October. And before October wraps up, I would like to give, uh, I would like to wish Back to the Future a happy birthday. Because it was on October 21st. 2015 that Dr. Brown and Marty McFly and Jennifer took a trip to the future and so happy birthday back to the future before this month wraps up oh okay good question which of the three movies was your favorite like part one part two part three hmm I mean I really dug all three of them like a whole 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 lot me too okay well how about but, this? Okay, but knowing what happened in part two and three, I would say one. I think, I like, yeah, I think if I had to rank it, actually, it would go, for me, it would go in order, part one, two, and three. But it's weird, like, when I was younger, I would have said two. it was in order, one, two, and three. But now that I'm older, I think I like one, three, then two. So I'm not sure. I think you're the only person I've ever heard of that likes three over two. Well, A, I love a Western. So like the fact okay. that it was set in the Old West, it's like, that's, it was awesome. And plus part three had some funny moments that were even more funny because of the first two movies. Like when Dr. Brown and Marty changed their, their saying. That always makes me laugh. Okay, since we're, we said that, mine was one. what's yours, Steph? Do you not have you not seen him? Have only ever seen one. Okay, her favorite one is one. Whoa, 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 Marshall, Marshall. What? You have let your wife go this long without showing her all three. Dude, she doesn't remember the fucking episode four, five, and six either. It's hard to get her down to sit down and watch anything that's, like, before 1990. And she laughs and says it's not true, but watch. It's just coincidence. She'll sit down and watch a whole season of S.H.I.E.L.D. with me, but she won't watch <laughs> Ghostbusters, too. Yeah. I mean, that's an example. You know what I'm talking about. No, the last time I saw any of the Star Wars is when they remastered it and released it when I was in elementary school. Did you hear that? Yes. They remastered it when she was in elementary school. <laughs> oh no, that's that is what <laughs> that's what's funny. <laughs> because that means because those came out in the in what the late nineties? <laughs> yep. I was already in college. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was like mid nineties. If it was after 95, I was in college. So, if, Steph, it's okay. It's okay. I embrace my age. It's your husband that's like, I'm old. It's over. No. <coughs> said nothing about it being over. What, dude? Dude, don't try and sound good on the podcast, man. We've had this talk before. <laughs> what are you talking about? About how whatever... I only fought because you said that when I was 36 or 37, I was in my late 30s. 
And I was trying to explain to you, your 30s, your early 30s are from 30, 1, 2, 1, 2, and then 3, 4, 5, wait, wait, 4, 5, and 6 is, wait, I had it all figured out, but I, I've been smoking, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I was still in my mid-30s, not my late 30s, that was the only thing that I was fussing about, but now that I'm 38, there's no denying I'm in my late 40s, but then now I'm arguing because you said we're, we're pushing 40, we're not pushing 40 until we're 39. Dude, what the fuck? We're 38. We're pushing 40. You're no, no. closer to 40 than you are 35. Yes. I'm closer to so. 21 than I am 100, but that doesn't make sense either. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, man. All right, so I guess we're now in our late 30s, but somehow being in our late 30s and only two away from 40 does not mean we're pushing 40 so okay <laughs> cool <laughs> i gotcha thank you i mean that's all i'm talking about i mean come on you don't have to agree with me just to, to put you know keep me happy what the fuck i'm easy I'm easy, easy like happy, sunday man. morning all right so <laughs> well i will admit i think this podcast so far is better than our first attempt we're a bit more <laughs> funnier <laughs> so far if you say so but I do want to get to our list because it's October and Marsh called me or he texted me he got in touch with me about an idea about we should list our top 10 horror movies now the one flaw in this plan is I'm not really into horror movies whatsoever so I only got up to about eight and when I told Marsh this, Marsh said, I got you, man. I'm at 20. <laughs> I love it. Give me the blood. Give me the murder. Yeah. So. Yeah, horror movies aren't the same for me as they were when I was younger. I used to dig that shit. Now I just would rather watch Avengers or something. And Stephanie would rather watch Loki. I mean Thor. It's because, like, you're almost 40, or it's because you now have a daughter. Uh, well, I'm definitely more sensitive now to, like, stuff that happens in movies to kids. But not as much in, like, uh, I mean, it depends on my f mindset. Because even in, like, Freddy or Friday the 13th or something like that, when kids get hurt, that's, like, 100% fantasy. But stuff that I can actually visualize being real, that's the stuff that gets me. That's why... You the know, real horror, actually, the real horror movies for me are the ones with people getting yanked out of their car and killed, and the family has to put up in the stuff. You know, gang shootings and even the purge. I never saw that. I heard the premise of it, and I'm like, dude, that could fucking happen. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> That's gonna freak me the fuck out. I'm gonna be in my fucking closet with my fucking pistol and the shotgun and shit ready. Fuck all that. I don't want to go crazy just because of a movie. Actually, what's funny is. I feel the same way about Law and Order SVU. That's why I can't watch that show. I'm like, man, this is trying to destroy my faith in the inherent goodness of humanity. But what's funny is Stephanie can binge watch Law and Order SVU. No problem. Like, really? Wow, you have mental fortitude, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, it makes her feel bad, but she still watches it. She watches all that stuff that makes her feel bad. I don't understand it. It's just, 
I guess she's like, well, I'm not doing so bad. Look how bad that person's doing. Or no, I mean, I like to watch. That's right, Steph. That's right. No, 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 what, Steph? That's right. Don't let a man put words in your mouth. That's right. You speak for yourself. Never let a man put words in your mouth. Sexist, Marshall. Damn it. I guess I'd rather be sexist than racist. At least I'm. At least now I'm moving down the list. No, but um. Next you'll be calling me like culturalist or. Cultural. What is it when you're uh, discriminate? You discriminate against people that are colorblind. <laughs> you can see comics. It's all black and white. Oh my God! All right, stuff. But so, like, how come then? Because I've always wondered. I don't know. I'm just. There's some things that I can't watch that will give me panic attacks, but I like to watch the. She still likes to watch them. There was a couple of episodes well, I mean, of Game of Thrones that a big puzzle. I like to watch it work out and Oh, I get I it. Like so it's to see good conquer over evil, you know. I get that. So like it's more it's not the horrible crime aspect, it's the fact that the detectives of Law and Order SVU can work out what happened and make sure the people that did the horrible crime get punished. Right. Okay, I, I get dig, that. I dig that too. Because, like, if it's really too it's... visual, like, I mean, even some of the fight scenes in Game of Thrones were too much for me. Like, the sound and the No, you know what? Visual, but... Yeah, I get that because I'm good with, like, superhero violence where it's like, you know, you get punched through a building because, like, I can do with that. But even, like, but like you, on Game of Thrones, when I can hear and see the sword go through somebody, I'm like, oh, whoa, that's hardcore, right. man. <laughs> that's it hardcore. Feeling, it even hurt my feelings when Gren, what is it, Gren Lorenswath of the Deathwalk clan killed, uh, killed what's-his-name at the end of Season 5, Angel? Oh, oh, right, yeah. I know what you mean, right, because he that, had to that kill. That wasn't fantasy death. He, he capped him, took him out. It was horrible. I love that character. I got you. And I guess for the people who are trying to listen, if you haven't seen Season 5 of Angel, I guess hop on Netflix and watch it. And spoilers, I guess. It's been out oh. for almost five years now. Almost a decade, I guess. It's okay, man. I mean, I'm full of spoilers. Nobody has the couple of listeners. If they had a problem with the spoilers, they haven't said anything. So... I'm sorry. No, but it's... <laughs> I'll just... That'll be the, the first thing that we put in all the notes. Well, actually, it was, a, it was more of a joke because, like, the guy who played Angel has been on Bones for 11 years now, so that show is over a decade old, so wow. I think... David Boreanaz has been on... Been, what's his name? The Detective Booth for that long? Yeah, I think it's... I think they're on either their 11th or 12th season right now. Wow, so I'm sure he identifies with Booth way more than he does Angel at this point. Well, yeah, and he's also one of the producers of the show, so he's, like, all in. That's a good show. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, but before Audacity quit recording, <clears throat> we were talking about Bones. Yep. And it was it's a good show, and I know that, and I've seen some with Stephanie when she's done it, but it's a lot of commitment to get into a show that's that big. 
And then I said something like, uh, whatever, but we just finished watching season two of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I'm trying to catch up with the geek stuff, since you gave me shit about it, because I guess <laughs> podcasts aren't good enough to be geeky about. You can't geek out about podcasts on a geek podcast. So. Okay, I, I never said you could <laughs> geek out on podcasts. What I did... Impl- it's, just, it's just hard to keep up with multiple, so many genres, you know, because... You keep up with the comics, but you don't necessarily keep up with tons and tons of podcasts. So it's like, anyway. I guess I mean you know, I guess that's true. I, I guess me staying up to date on comics and movies and TV shows and like some, you know, Mars stuff online and some other websites and blogs <laughs> and Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook. You know, I can see that, and I can see how you be into podcasts. That dramatic effect saying that, you know, you're into a lot more than I, I got you. Just saying. See, that's the thing, though. I got tons and tons of stuff to catch up on. It's, it's hard to catch up and stay current. No, but see, that's even cooler because it's all new for you. So so even after I watch it, when you rewatch it, it's kind of like seeing it through your eyes and then I can see if you see the same things I do or if you're going to come at it from a different angle so I mean it all works out well that's cool but you know you gave me shit so I just wanted to put it out there <laughs> I gotcha because <laughs> you know right now especially this podcast and all this stuff and fucking with goddamn audacity and the fucking <sighs> but I would like to say to the people who made audacity thank you for making a free program that makes it possible for us and many other podcasts to do a podcast and not have to really commit a whole, a whole bunch of money. So, you know, thanks for that. Yeah, trying to figure out this uh, stupid sound thing, man. Because, you know, I bought this really pretty blue mic. I didn't realize it was called the Snowball. I just liked the way it looked. But I got a blue Snowball in my... Yeah, I know you like the Snowballs. No. <laughs> No. I had one person do that to me when I was I was in my early 20s, maybe 22 or 3 or and I spit it in her face and I never talked to her again. I was I mean that's oh my Luke, seriously. God. No, dude, seriously, that's one of the closest times in my entire life that I've almost <coughs> that I almost hit a woman. I almost hit that girl. Oh <laughs> it was my first God. reaction. My first reaction. I almost slapped the shit out of her. I almost knocked her oh. off the damn leg. I almost knocked her out. I didn't know what to do. I was actually just going for the easy joke. I did not know that it actually happened. That's hilarious. No, that's hard. It's hardcore. It's not funny at all. <laughs> hey, well, you know, as I learned on Clerks, some people are into that. Uh, yeah, I think that was a joke. You know those weren't real people, right, Pat? <laughs> You like Clerks a lot and everything. We, you know, we re- revisited some scenes. Did you do something in the bathroom that I didn't know about? <laughs> no, Did I you, have the Clerk snowball scene. I have yet to have sex with a corpse in the bathroom, so no, I have not gone that far yet. Well, I was just referring to the snowball thing, but yeah, dead people. <laughs> because in the movie, she has sex with a dead person in the bathroom. Right, because so. he's got rigor mortis and his dick is hard, and she just couldn't resist it. Yeah. I got you, man. I wasn't trying to go there, but yeah, okay. I did say bathroom, my bad. 37 dicks! Trying to suck any dick on your way to the parking lot. 
<laughs> I would have been the dude. I would have been the dude that turned around and started walking for the parking lot. And scene. Thank you. Thank you. We are here all week. Please tip your bartender. Thank you. Were we reenacting a scene? Okay. I didn't think about. It. <laughs> <clears throat> Wait. How could you? So we. <laughs> so you told us that last night's episode of Shield was really cool. And I wanted to know about that. Okay. Now yes. That I've got, now that we've gotten to season two and Netflix doesn't have any more, we're going to have to wait months. I can't handle it, man. I need to know what's going on. <laughs> okay, well, you know at the end of season two when... Okay, are we going to put the spoilers in here now? Yes, by the way, before, yes. I, I right. Okay, so spoilers for a show that's over ten years old is not really a spoiler. But S.H.I.E.L.D. is still on the air, so we're about to start to discuss current episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D. So here be spoilers. Spoilers for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. past this point. So if you're not caught up yet, you may want to pause until you do or fast forward until we're past the S.H.I.E.L.D. talk, but spoilers. Is that good? Yeah, yeah. you could have said spoilers once. (laughs) 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 Stephanie was laughing too. She's like, she looked at me. How many times is the man going to say spoilers? Spoilers? Spoilers. We do spoilers. If you still complain about spoilers past this point, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> See, that's my point. Because, like, I hate spoilers, so I appreciate the extra warning of, you know, of it. Whatever. Fuck y'all. Whatever. <laughs> spoilers. I, I think I'm going to take her, her comment right there and use that as a sound clip. <laughs> If you complain about spoilers by this point, you're fucking assholes. Actually, yes, we should. That That's awesome. <laughs> okay, but... Okay, so the Cree monolith. Yes, at the end of the second season, right after Fitzsimmons finally has a date for an official date, the Cree monolith pretty much eats Simmons. But why does it do that? Okay. I explained why it, why it, how it broke out of the cage in the first place. Well, with Fitz lean on the cage door, it took it off its hinge. And so when it went into its loose shape, that's what happened. If, if the cage door had still been on its hinge, it would have been able to escape and get her like that. So it was all random. But it took her to another planet in a different star system. And she was there for six months trying to learn how to survive, hoping that Fitz could figure out a way to bring her back. Was it a... Inhabited, or was it she all by herself on this planet? See, that's where it gets weird, because for the first couple of weeks, she's all alone, <laughs> just trying to, just trying to not go crazy and leave. And to try and not go crazy, she talks to herself by leaving voice memos on her cell phone. Now you're probably wondering why her cell phone still has a charge after all this time. She's a genius. I figured that she just hooked it up for solar power or some shit. Oh, that's no. Uh, actually, she explained that Fitz actually has messed with all of their cell phones so that their charge can last for, like, months <laughs> on one charge. But on this other planet, there's no sun. Like, the sun never rises because the planet is in orbit around another planet that's about the size of Jupiter. So you never see the sun on this planet. It's always twilight. So there isn't enough sunlight to use solar power at all. So for the first couple of weeks, she's all by herself until she gets captured. And she gets captured by another human who is from Earth, and his name is Will. 
Will is an astronaut, because apparently before S.H.I.E.L.D. got possession of the monolith, NASA had it first. And NASA sent through a mission to explore this other planet, and he was, a, he was part of that mission. But they sent them through back in 2001, so he's been on this world alone for 14 years. <laughs> well, but he made it. And now he and that's how he she made it because of him. Or yes, yeah, because were they make it were they making it look like that she maybe could have made it without him? No, well, actually, she was pretty badass. Like she learned how to hunt and kill stuff by herself, because there there's no other life on this planet except in this one body of water. There is this kind of animal life that it's like a giant eel with fins that she can kill and make fire to eat, but that's it. So she may have survived without him, but working together is how they actually made it through because he was about to go crazy because he's been there for all alone for over a decade. Because <laughs> it was him and his team, but there's something about this planet that makes people go crazy. And the rest of his well, team... People, people survive on fucking sunlight. Right, but you know... Like biology or whatever? Right, and so he shows her how to find moths that they can eat, plus water, plus that kind of fish eel thing. So together, they're making it. Anyway, Simmons works out that, from our point of view on Earth, it seems random when it becomes a liquid and can pull people in, but it's not random. It's, it's synced to the orbits of the moon of that planet. So she works out that whenever the moons are in this orbit, that's when the portal will reopen. But the portal reopens at a different spot on the planet every time because the portal yeah, is tied to one spot, but the planet rotates. So when the moons are in orbit, the portal will open, but they're never sure at which part of the planet the portal, the portal will open on. And you know, for the first couple of months after she meets him, they become friends, and she always has hope that they'll be able to track a new opening of the portal. <laughs> to make a run for it and to hopefully and to hopefully get back to Earth. And she never gives up on Fitz to save her because she knows how smart Fitz is. Well they track down a new opening of the portal, but it's across this huge canyon and they can't reach it. So their plan is to put notes in a bottle and all these notes will let Fitz figure out on the other side how to save them. But right when they shoot the bottle to the portal, it closes, and the bottle breaks, and that was the last shot. She knows it, he knows it, it's all hopeless now, they're just trapped here <laughs> on this planet, and in that moment of, this is it, that's when they become lovers. They become what? Lovers. Oh, poor Fitz. <laughs> right, but, right, but, nowhere in this time do you ever blame Simmons, because from her point of view, this is it. That, that was it. And this guy is a cool guy who even after a decade of never seeing another person or a woman has never tried to flirt or, or whatever. They've just become good friends and colleagues. Anyway, so they have come to accept their fate that this is just it. We're trapped here forever. <laughs> oh, also because in this episode, they do some exploring and they discover a graveyard full of human bones. So other humans throughout the centuries 
have been sucked in by this portal and have died on this world. <laughs> right. Now, on Earth, Fitz has never given up. He has walked the Earth. He's flown the Earth. He's driven across the Earth. He has traveled the world, <laughs> hunting down every clue to try and figure out how to get this thing to open because he won't give up on Simmons, even though it's been six months. And right when he's about, and he's tracked down his last clue, and that last clue just says, this portal is death. That's it. That's all it says. So it's like, well, it's, it's, maybe it is hopeless. It's just over. And he goes to the room with the monolith and has a breakdown and kicks it and hits it and goes, do something, take me too. Anyway, it was actually a good scene. And right when it's about to open is when the rest of the team pulls Fitz out before it opens and they can close the cage before it sucks up everybody. But when they pull him out, he feels sand on his face. And he was like, this is a clean room. There shouldn't be sand in here. So they go and take the sand and they do all their tests and they discover that this is sand from another world. So there's a chance that she's alive somewhere on an alien world. So they come up with a plan because they discovered that if they use sound waves, they can force it open. And as you know, Sky can do sound waves now. So in this really oh, epic scene, what's that? I thought it was I thought it was vibration. I didn't know she did sound too. I mean, I guess it's the same sound thing. But... Right. Okay, go ahead. So in this really epic scene, they, but it's weird because whenever she's around the monolith it hurts her so even being around it is killing her because it, it's not compatible with humans so in this long complex plan she starts to shoot it with her vibrations even though it's killing her and they get it open and the plan is to send a probe through but Fitz lied and he puts a hook around his belt and he jumps in there <laughs> Because he's determined to find Simmons. And when he jumps through the other side and starts to scream her name, she hears him call for her, and she runs for it to try and get there. I mean, she should have waited a year at least. I mean, come on. Six months? What's up? But they don't know how long it's been because there's no sun. So to them, it's just been like this endless time. of this. They're just always there. She has no idea right, how long it's been. A thousand years. I gave up on you after fourteen hundred years. Right. Sorry, go ahead. So right when they're about to have to pull Fitz back through before it kills Daisy, aka Sky. But she's going by her birth name now and not Sky anymore. Right before it kills Daisy, Fitz gets to Simmons and pulls her back through, but they can't save Will because he stayed to give her cover because there's some kind of being on that planet that feeds off the of death. And they've hidden from it on the ground all this time, but to give her time to make it back home, he stays behind to hold off this being. Poor Fitz. And he pulls her back through, and you know, she has, has what's it called, PTSD, and they're trying to help her work through it and whatnot. And for a couple of episodes, you think that she's okay. And then 
you discover, oh, when they pull her through, they destroy the portal, because it's not meant to be forced open like that. So they pull her through right before it self-destructs. So it's gone now. It's, it's like dust and rock. It's destroyed. So for a couple of episodes, you think, okay, it's all good. And then you see Simmons in the lab talking to Bobby, a.k.a. Mockingbird. And Bobby's like, it's okay. Okay. Yeah, and I like... Didn't she was, I didn't realize she was Mockingbird. I guess I should have known with the sticks. Yep. And she tells Simmons, it's okay, you're safe, it's destroyed. And Mocking, Mockingbird was an Avenger, wasn't she? Yes. She's a member of the West Coast Avengers. Okay. So Bobby thinks she's scared that the portal could reopen, but that's when she goes, no, you don't understand, I have to go back there. And then that's when we get the episode from last night where we see everything from her point of view and who sh she met there and how she survived and fell from this guy. <laughs> so in the end, when she tells Fitz this entire story, and she's like, please understand, like, you know, I can't abandon him. And like Fitz walks out the room and she's thinking, well, great you know i broke his heart I, it's it's all fucked up now and she goes to follow him and he's in the lab look, working on the computer and like she's going please just talk to me you know i want you to understand and he goes i do understand and that's why i'm going to help you get him back and he was working on projections about how to try and build a new portal so there you go Oh, but also the other current storyline for the current season is the entire world now knows that something weird is happening and people are starting to get powers oh, thanks to no. the right. So the president forms a new task force called the ATCU to round up and track down these inhumans. Oh, no. Right, so now this new task force is at odds with S.H.I.E.L.D. because people all around the world are starting to get powers. Because of the fish oil? Well, it's not just because, like, you discover in the first episode that when S.H.I.E.L.D. figures out about the fish oil, they actually have it pulled from all the shells. But at the end of the episode, they discover that it's affected the entire ocean life, which means the entire world, and since the ocean is part of, is part of our food chain, the entire world has been affected. So it's not just the fish oil, it's potentially anything in the world <laughs> can now trigger any human. So now there's the, a the ATCU at Osmond Shield trying to track down inhumans. And in the, in the episode that's, before... I think that's a pretty cool way to bring back, like, mutants, mutants. that they can no yeah. longer call mutants. Right, because, right, exactly. Which is why they did that. <laughs> That's really awesome. Yes. Oh, and there's this thing called Lash that's walking around killing people who are inhumans. You said there's, there's this thing called Lash? Yeah, it does not look human. And his name is Lash. And it's been going around killing inhumans. And they don't know why yet. Well, he's got some kind of reason. So there's that. There's the ATCU. And there's trying to find Simmons, and even after they save her, trying to go save that poor guy that's still there. And that's currently where we're at with S.H.I.E.L.D. this season. No! Wait, sorry. <laughs> I forgot. What about, what about Ward? Ward has reformed Hydra. He, he, tracked, he tracked down the son of Baron Bunstrucker, 
to get him back into the fold, and he is slowly reforming Hydra. And in the episode before this week, they successfully kill Agent May's ex-husband. <laughs> so now May is like, "Fuck you forever." Anyway, so it's gonna, it's gonna. Okay, epic. what's the actor? What's the actor's name? The guy who plays her ex-husband. Blair Underwood. Blair Underwood. God, man, that's been driving me crazy for like two weeks now. But yeah, so that is currently where we are with S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's, it's a good season so far. It's only episode five or six, so they're doing good. Yeah, because it was pissing me off to no end, knowing that I couldn't go in there and, and watch more S.H.I.E.L.D. So we started Arrow. I love Arrow. The first episode was pretty pretty cool. I think I just started episode two. What's cool with Arrow is every season it's not the same. You know how some shows just kind of keep the same status quo every year? With Arrow, yeah. things change, <laughs> and not always for the better, but it's a good show. And from that show is where we got The Flash from, so it's also a good show, so yes. Yeah, that's why we watched Arrow first, because I was pretty hell-bent on watching uh, or reading those comics before I watched the show. But I guess until this very second, I forgot all about that. So maybe I should get on those comics. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't y'all do some of the Halloween stuff? Oh yeah, this, this is supposed to be a Halloween-themed episode, right? Actually, yes. Which I guess because the episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. that came on last night got kind of spooky with that thing that was always trying to hunt them. And it could mess with their minds and make them see stuff that wasn't actually there. And that was creepy. But, yeah, we should probably talk about our top horror movies like we mentioned about an hour ago <laughs> in this podcast. Was it an hour? 36, 37, Kind of, yeah. Man, I feel like my spirits were broken. I feel like I'm not a high energy anymore after I realized that we lost all that funny-ass shit. <laughs> Man, I got problems. Because we were over here laughing in tears and shit. It was the fucking funniest shit. And I can't remember a fucking thing we said. Hey, man. You gotta, I just remember tears. It was real, the tears. The you got to keep going forward, man. You got to keep going and forward. And Stephanie talked a lot. And we can't get her to talk ever. All I'm saying is, like, if I just sat there and retold that entire S.H.I.E.L.D. story again, we must keep going. <laughs> we can't stop now. Oh. No, man. I wouldn't, wouldn't suggest starting over again. I just said start over again because you didn't finish the story. I wanted to know what the fuck happened. That's what I told Stephanie. I said, we're going to get into the Halloween stuff, but this is important because I'm hooked on the show. I want to see what happened. I thought about doing, you know, Luke Crate sent the uh, the shield lanyard to us one month. Yep. And I just got the Agent Coulson thing. I thought about taking a picture of just those two and sending it to fucking Greg Clark and telling him he's got an agent in Memphis. Tell him that I thought he was cool, good, awesome show. But that's just how you... Look like a crazy person, apparently. I thought it would be funny. My idea of funny to other people, I guess, or who the fuck is this crazy person? What? 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 <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I got lost there, man. Sorry. <laughs> so I made two lists. Oh, right, 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 right. We have written down here, did you have a favorite Halloween costume when you were a kid? No, because Halloween isn't my holiday. Like, oh right, I remember you saying this now. 
Right, I mean, well, yeah, but that would be on a podcast that would never be heard, so I will say it again. Like, there are some people that love Halloween, but I'm not one of them. Like, my holidays are Christmas and New Year's. Those are my jams. But actually, the my enjoyment of Halloween comes from watching my goddaughters enjoy it and love it. So that's where that's where I'm coming from. But me personally, ah, whatever. How about you? Uh, what about you, baby? You never had a favorite Halloween costume? Because I can tell you all about my favorite Halloween costume, but I wanted to <laughs> ask yours first. Yeah, probably I was, uh, after Batman Returns came out, I was Catwoman one year. Oh, cool. Like a pieced together, leathery looking. That's pretty cool. Could you walk over here and do the cat pose for me? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so... I guess at this point, I want to hear about your favorite costume. Oh, it was a Spider-Man costume. Have I told you about the Spider-Man costume? I never told you about this. I've never ever told you about this. <laughs> well, that, that's <laughs> rare. That's a, that, yeah, that's surprising. That's well, me my days are saturated with the stories that I hear 50,000 times. <laughs> some of that those vines that we had set up for swinging and stuff 
It was like right the. It was like the reason why it was so easy to get to was because the apartment complex had bunches of drainage from the apartment when it rained, and it was one of the flood off things, and it made a straight trail all the way back, however far it was, back into the to the tree. It was really, really I feel, awesome. I feel like. I should be hearing the theme song to the one the years. What would you do if I say out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? But that was like my wonder years, man. It's funny that you said it like that because it was before that show, but that's that's totally how it was. Oh, man. Was, I still had some innocence. It was... <laughs> I had only gotten my ass kicked one time at that point in my life. Uh, well, that was early then. Yeah, well, my, the first time, I was only in Memphis for a month, maybe two, before I got beat down by like 10 or 15 little kids. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean they, were, they, were my, they were my age. It wasn't like I said like that, but you know, that, was, that was bad. I don't know if I've told the story so much to so pe many people, I don't even know if it's one of the stories I've told on this podcast yet, but. Okay, well, before we get lost in those weeds, how about you actually tell me your horror movie list? <laughs> oh, yours is shorter. Okay, sure, that's true, because I don't really know that many, but... Because there's, there's a whole bunch of them on this. But you even, you, you recognize some of these on, on, the, on my list that you didn't remember. I did, right. But off the top of my head, it was um, The Fly, the first one. As a kid, that movie freaked me out and I'm trying to remember how I got to watch that movie because not only was it creepy there was a whole lot of sex in that movie and I'm just surprised that I even got a chance to watch that movie but yeah and then um Nightmare on Elm Street which to me Man, that was to me that was the scariest one because on Nightmare on Elm Street like you can run from Jason and you can run from Michael Myers. You can even run from the fly. But you can't run from sleep. Sooner or later, you have to sleep as a human being. And then that's when he fucking comes for you. And as a kid, that shit scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it before. I'm sure you've never seen it. Oh. <laughs> like, wow. That's always number one for me, too. I don't really have... The, I just remember I was like seven. We had just gotten into Memphis, and I was still really... Oh, wow. Wow. So when you were seven and just coming into Memphis and about to watch this movie, your wife wasn't even born yet. really nine. <laughs> oh no no it's all right man it's all right it's all right you're probably seven. <laughs> oh man <laughs> yes <clears throat> but I remember seeing I was at a friend staying the night and he let my mom and stepdad well he wasn't my stepdad at the time uh, borrow this movie that his parents had they wanted to watch it it was when VCRs VHS first came out. Yep. It was like a $300 fucking 78-pound hunk of... <laughs> yeah, hunk of metal, metal. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like back then, it wasn't even made out of plastic. It was made out of actual metal. <laughs> so 
So I remember sneaking with him in around the corner, and I remember watching maybe two minutes, and it was the scene where Tina was asleep with her boyfriend who was running from the cops because uh, Freddie killed someone and he was blamed for it, and she was killed in her sleep, and he ripped her up while she was going up the wall and on the ceiling, and that part, dude, that fucking freaked me out forever. So that movie's going to be, those will be number one for me no matter what. And then um, there's a course by, I think it's my favorite space horror movie, um, The First Alien, which is a horror movie set in space. Every other movie in that franchise is an action movie, but the first one was a horror movie set in space, and to this day, it still holds up. Because, like, there are some movies where you see as a kid that scares you, but if you rewatch it as an adult, you're like, well, yeah, okay. But Alien still holds up to this day. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that movie through my mother's fingers <laughs> as she covered my face. <laughs> <laughs> it was a horrible baby. Could you not handle it? Indigestion, man. I'm amazed how well done that movie was for the time. And I kind of feel ashamed for even having to ask this question. Who did that movie? Was it Wrigley Scott? Yes. Okay, good. All right, check that out. Look at the big brain on this one. (laughs) Sorry, I just went through YouTube and and pulled a whole bunch of uh, Samuel L. Jackson quotes I'm going to throw in here and there. Oh, um, have y'all seen the next thing on my list, Cabin Fever? Cabin Fever? Is that the one where they got the virus that ate their skin away and stuff? Yes. Yeah, I I don't think about that movie. Yeah. I actually kind of... I'd really even actually prefer it if you didn't talk about it. <laughs> yes, I I have also tried to block it out of my memory because guess what? I've never seen that movie. I've just seen some clips every now and then and those clips were enough to tell me never watch this movie. <laughs> ever, ever. <laughs> ever watch this movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Alright, well, then I will move on. But, yeah, um, I could... That could easily be a pusshole for not liking uh, for that. I don't care. No, that's all right. Sorry. I didn't mean to dismiss your pick, man. No, no, I agree. It's gross. I, <laughs> that I, movie. I, actually, I actually saw the movie and it fucked me up. So. Yeah, it's, it's a fucked up movie. But the last three on my list are all of the same movie. But what genre. got me about that movie really was is you had... Hey, man, hey, now, now from this point on, realize, I tried to move on. <laughs> I know, but I, 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 okay. gotta, I gotta say, what got me, the only thing that got me, it wasn't the flesh-eating virus, it wasn't how gross it was and all that stuff. <clears throat> At one point, they think they're all infected and they're all gonna die. So, the, like, quote, the hot girl who was making fun of and, you know, degrading the one nerdy dude, they finally agree to hook up, and you find out after she takes her shirt off and she's on top, her back is all tore up, and she didn't know it, and they didn't do it. He would have been okay. He would have made it <clears throat> if he hadn't have messed with the girl after the whole... It just fucked me up, which might not be any really reason, any other than the fact that I felt I felt it for him, man. <laughs> I got you, man. Well, um, hey, Steph, have you seen that movie? Nope. All right, don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> We're not talking about Game of Thrones here. That's true. Well, <laughs> like, I don't know. Every other movie on my list is about zombies. The Dawn of the Dead remake, World War Z, and 28 Days Later. And I figured out why. I did hate. You 20, did you ever see 28 Weeks Later? No. No, I was fine with the first one. But I think it's because, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not scared of a of a slow zombie, but a fast zombie or one that can run, that shit freaks me out. Like the zombies on The Walking Dead, all slow and shambling, no fear. But World War Z, where they run at you and can climb a wall and just keep coming, no, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, we got that movie in there, and I still haven't. I haven't watched it. Sorry. No. That's it. Oh, and that was the end of your list? What's your top ten, babe? You got a top ten? Some of these are yours. You wrote down Demon Knight and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, wait. So how how the fuck did you end up seeing Killer Clowns? That movie came out in the 80s, so you were at least, what... That's probably why it scared me so bad. <laughs> I remember watching it with my dad, and I just remember the big uh, pink cocoons. That's all I really remember. Like, because oh, that's I didn't well, even man. realize that there were clowns in it. Like, I just had those pink cocoons in my head. She, she repressed but everything else. I've seen commercials else. for it since then. Yeah, Demon Knight, I mean... I have actually always scared me too when I was a kid. I would always run from the room. But it's one of the first like scary movies that I watched. Oh, that's right. Tales from the Crypt. Oh. Okay, Steph, this will be before your time probably. But Mars, do you remember that old show that used to come on called The Hitchhiker? Oh, I thought you were gonna say Tales from the Dark Side. Well, no, that I would too. The Hitchhiker. Yeah. I mean, I remember I remember the name, The Hitchhiker, but I never watched The Hitchhiker. All creepy stuff. Do you remember uh, the Friday the 13th and the Nightmare on Elm Street TV shows? Oh, right. Wow, I forgot those even existed. Yeah. I just heard somebody on another podcast mention it. I don't remember which one. For some reason, I always default to ISL Comics. I'm pretty sure it wasn't... Uh, TESD. What else have I listened to lately? Babylon. Maybe it was on Babylon. What were we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Um. Another one of my favorites that Marshall's never seen is Silence of the Lambs. That's right. He told me that. I'm I'm amazed he's never seen that classic. And, but I'm not surprised you have because that fits your tone like from Law and Order, SVU, and all those other yeah, shows. It, it's, not, it's not that she, she digs SVU and she likes the puzzles and stuff. She doesn't have to watch that show. It's the, the topic, the sexual crime shit. That's what she digs. Because, <laughs> I mean, she could watch CSI or uh, what's the other well, one? Well, I do. What's the one that we watch? Criminal Intent. The one that we have seasons of. NCIS. NCIS, yeah. I mean, you can well, watch it. That's awesome. I love NCIS. The puzzles, like you say, all well, that we've stuff. We've watched it. I've watched SVU with you, too, but it always hurts my feelings. 
She just wants to hurt my feelings, Pat. <laughs> Is that what it all boils down to? <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, so what's next on your list? I don't know. I didn't really make a list. I just helped you with your list. Okay, here. Because after I, oh, I made Pet my... Oh, Pet Cemetery scared me really bad. Pet Cemetery. Yeah. You know what's funny? Like, when I was a kid, that movie scared me. But it actually came on, like, Encore or HBO one night, like, last month, and I rewatched it. It does not hold up. <laughs> it does not hold up at all. <laughs> that, that, that's a victory. You killed the fear demon in that movie. <laughs> I, I guess so. Whatever the fuck that means. That was some random shit. But I realized in my top ten that, like, a lot of them were vampire movies. So I decided to just make two lists. And then after I got past ten on my normal movie list, I think there's actually more than ten on both lists. Oh, right quick. things that he's seen. <laughs> no, these movies, some of them scared me. Some of them just have to be mentioned because they were awesome. Okay, then, right quick. My other favorite sci-fi space horror movie is Event Horizon. Oh, that's, that's scary. <laughs> that's real scary. <laughs> yeah, you know, I kind of... I don't know, I think that's scarier and freakier than... Uh, Alien is. Now, what's funny is, because when I told Jay about our topic, and she's really into horror movies, she told me that they actually changed the original ending to Event Horizon because it was supposed to be even more fucked up than what they showed, but one of the actresses in the movie was like, I'm starting to have nightmares about this movie. I don't think I could get this done if you keep the original ending. And so they actually had to change the ending just so it wasn't as fucked up as what they were actually actually going wow. for. How did it end? That's just it. They won't say what the original ending was going to be. They won't say. But they do admit that they did change it. How did it end? Like, for real? It's been a while, man, but I think... Because I don't, it's I don't even remember right now. It's not good. <laughs> well, no, it's bad. <laughs> no, I mean it's yeah, a bad engine. Like but or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, but like Lawrence Fishburne, I think had to sacrifice himself and go to hell to save what was left of the crew, because or something, because the ship was about to reach Earth, and if the ship hit Earth, then that meant Earth would have been exposed to hell, and so he had to kill himself to destroy the ship or something. I'm not sure it's been a while. But I remember watching that movie thinking, this is a really fucked up scary movie. I'm at the edge of my seat. <laughs> this is kind of scary. <laughs> it would have had to have been the ship because the ship was the, the thing that tr transported them to hell in the first place. Okay. It was like they were trying to create faster than light right. travel and they dimensionally traveled into hell or some shit. Mm -hmm. Some crazy stuff. And it was gone for years and years, and then one day it just pops up outside another yep. planet. No, because... Yeah, that's Right, crazy. because they, they determined that when they tried to test the engine, it actually jumped outside of our known space-time whatever. And they weren't sure where it went. And then you discover, oh, it went to hell. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so, so sorry. Um, what is on your list after all that? I put Stephen King's It, but it didn't scare me because I, I saw it in my mid-twenties. That's right. That's when I forgot. It did scare me. <laughs> I saw it as a kid. It fucked me up for life. <laughs> All the horrible shit didn't bother me. It was just like, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> Old school Marshall. 
back in the day before he, you know, <laughs> had a soul. I put Jaws on there too, because it wasn't technically like a horror movie, but it really was. These are See, this is supposed to be a top ten. These are just kick-ass. Well, I think I think after I admitted I couldn't even get to ten, that that kind of killed the whole top ten thing. So let's just. Well, I, I think that like actual horror movie buffs would be cussing me for liking like Shutter and Ring You, maybe Grudge or some shit like that, because those are on the list. No, I mean, everybody has... Especially, Well, you like, know, everybody has their style of horror movie. Like, some people like the Saw movies, where it's just pretty much all about these people being... Massacred and tortured. I don't do the torture right. films either. I, I haven't even... Like, I like Slasher and Blood, but that's like Friday the 13th, Halloween, stuff like that. Even Cujo's... The dog slasher, I mean, fucking tears the shit out of some motherfuckers. Hellraiser is like a mix between the both. It's slasher and kind of psychological, I mean. Right, so like, and then like but like there are so many different kinds of horror movies that no matter how big our list is, somebody would dig it and somebody will not like it. So fuck it, just see what you like, man. All, right, well, all those that I just said are on the list. Cujo, Friday the 13th, Halloween, Hellraiser. You said you never saw The Omen, but The Omen fucking freaked me out. No, I saw Rosemary's Baby, and that freaked me out as an adult. <laughs> and, I, and I never saw that, and I, I probably should see that sometime. Um, one that still gets me, one that freaked me out as a kid, and it still freaks me out. I can, I might could probably watch it if I forced myself, but I would be doing a lot of lucid dreaming, man. I'd be trying to really fight back the crazy shit that'd be happening is the the shining i and i think it's mostly that movie freaked me out as a kid so bad that i don't know if i could watch it still as an adult i guess this is the point where folks get mad at me but i have never seen the shining it's freaky man the fucking blood baths and the fucking crazy kid with the multiple personalities <laughs> and then the fucking the the murder the ghost twin the twins that are ghosts come play with us Danny the shit fucking scaring the fuck anyway. I got to see that when I was like three my parents went to a drive-in theater and I watched it and it was after my mom's birthday you were three <laughs> I was three because I was supposed to be like asleep in the back uh, I got you but I remember. The only thing that I remember about it is those twin girls standing in the hallway. That alone. And Danny riding down the hallway. In his little... Oh, That's all man. I remember from it. <laughs> dude. Dude. Anyway. Okay. I'm going to move past that before it starts <laughs> to seep into my soul. I put Creep Show right after that, which is just as bad. Oh, man. Creep Show. Right. I, I, that was a movie I actually enjoyed because it was a... It was a movie, but it was like a collection of stories, like a anthology. But I still remember that one story where the night, where the night guard gets eaten by roaches, <laughs> and the last story where these teens go to swim at this lake, and then like this black ooze attacks them. And when that one kid thinks he's escaped. And he's on the beach, and he's like, I beat you! The ooze jumps up onto the beach to grab him and pull him back in. <laughs> I still remember that shit, man. 
Sorry. Um, then I have The Exorcist, which uh, I was pretty young. It freaked me out pretty bad. And that was before the remastered, remastered I have version where she fucking masturbates with the crucifix and all that other crazy shit. I have actually never seen oh, that wow. movie. It's just, I mean, it's not as... It doesn't necessarily hold up as much, but if this was like the 70s or something, and that kind of shit was hardcore. I mean, they were going to make the movie rated X just for mentioning the fact. Because she didn't actually, it didn't show penetration that she masturbated with the crucifix, but it was the whole idea of the whole thing. It was so, well, it was right. growing up in a Catholic family. Well, that's true. But I just feel like that. Also true. Um, the, it wasn't, I don't know, I, I guess the country's always been religiously diverse and stuff, but I guess as a kid, because I was in a Catholic family, all I knew was one side of the story. I didn't know that there was more religions. I mean, I knew that, but it wasn't on the radar like it is in today's day and age. You have to be respectful of people and shit. It's fucking crazy. I don't understand this world. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. I gotta be nice to other human beings. Fuck them forever. <laughs> Probably one of the most respectful motherfuckers there are. They give me shit about that when I call the stash all the time. No, that's true. And whenever I come visit and I walk in, like, the instant I walk in, you're already, like, on your knees going, Oh, thank you for coming back, Pat. Hey, man, no problem. Like, there are, like, rose petals at my feet, like, on coming to America. It, it's awesome. <laughs> So should we start calling you Akeem now? <laughs> Akeem! You know what? Until Black Panther comes out and you, you start to call me T'Challa, yes, I'll take Akeem. I would never call you T'Challa, man. T'Challa's way cooler. You're, you're Akeem. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I expect nothing less racist. No, we were talking about, we were nothing talking less about at all. coming to America. Hakeem is the name of his character. Oh, no, 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 no. It's all right. It's all right. I've already read Between the Lines. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting to see his stuff at jokes. I was like, if I hold on long enough, it'll come. And yeah. sure enough, stuff had jokes. Don't also. Up on me. That's the way it works. I don't be... Yeah, that's okay. So... And then I have another kind of horror movie, which is a, a horror, much different, but absolute terror nonetheless, and that's Deliverance. But that's not a horror Dude, movie, man. That's a suspense anal, look, and a thriller. Anal rape is horror. That's terror. I don't know what you think. It's me. Then I have... So pretty much... Misery. <laughs> So pretty much what you're saying is rape in general is terrible, but for you, the added anal part of it also puts fear into your heart. Yes, I suppose I should because I can't watch movies or anything with normal rape too. So rape in general is terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, actually, that bothers me too. And that's part of the reason why I can't watch SVU. <laughs> Yeah, they'd be raping everybody. Well, that and it's also the act itself is that's not also, usually in SVU. They just allude to it and describe it. But when they actually show 
somebody getting the shit beat out of them and held down and raped. So that bothers me a little bit. I can't really watch that, but... And, like, that's also part of the reason why I haven't really sat down with... Kingdom of Heaven, huh? With Game of Thrones. Yeah. There's a little bit. They're, they're a little rapey in that show, but... <laughs> A little, a little rapey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little, a little rapey in that show. So yeah, yeah. You're supposed so. to not pay attention to the rape itself. You're supposed to just think about the other scenes where Tyrion. No, I mean, I, I mean, prostitutes or something. No, I mean, I get that. I mean, like the story they're trying to tell. This this world is a violent you, world, and you like don't have to show it. But the guy that made the books, George R. R. Martin, he's a hardcore motherfucker that likes to fuck with your head. I mean, he's a badass. No, I mean, and like, and like you know, it's. I mean, it's not just the rape. I mean, that show is oh, violent. Absolutely. <laughs> I so mean, Stephanie has had. No more, less than three. Yeah, absolute, actual, for real, almost passing the fuck out, panic attacks watching the show. <laughs> and like the thing is, the show was cool because I, my favorite thing on the show is the political intrigue of playing the Game of Thrones, the violence, the rape. Whatever. I like the intrigue, the backstabbing, like all that shit, you know. Trying to see how these people try and survive being pawns in the great game. That's what I did. <laughs> you know, watching an entire <laughs> watching an entire clan be wiped out at a wedding. That was hardcore. <laughs> yeah. But I guess it's all this part about being a part of the great game, so Whatever. <laughs> oh, it's a great game, all right. I think it's basically at this point the but, um, game. You kill some people, they're gonna come back at well, you. But, and then, anyway. Well, that's part of it. I mean, that's all part of the game: the backstabbing, the entry, the revenge. The you killed my father ten years ago, and then he gets killed, and then you killed my mother fifteen years ago, and then it's all yeah. So did the did the birds ever freak you out? Huh? The movie. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock, The Birds. As a kid, yes. No, it doesn't hold up. It's fucking Because really... They're fucking styrofoam pigeons being thrown at people and shit. Well, no, because, like, even as a kid, you know, I could tell it wasn't real, but it was the fact that nature could attack us and if it did there was oh. nothing we could do <laughs> that's what Speaking got me nature attacking us that other movie the Shyamalan movie was pretty cool too what was it called the happening the happening Earth right yeah. stood up and had everyone kill themselves and stuff man that was a trip I mean it was kind of silly but I really dug I really dug the idea so it kind of made it okay for me I say that to people and I get dogged out but it's still pretty. Well, I mean, if I if if I cared about if I cared about people dogging me out, I would have never started the podcast to begin with. Right, and plus, like it's like I said on the last podcast, like not everything is everything for all people, and as long as you, you like it, party on, man. <laughs> yeah, man, everything is awesome. Rock the Casbah, but it's almost two o'clock, so we should probably get through this list because I'm already past my <laughs> my cutoff. Uh, <laughs> Did you dig? Because we haven't even got to your vampire list yet. <laughs> so. Pick, go down some of the good ones on the vampire list. 
Did you ever see Paranormal Activity? Yeah, it's like the last found, like you know, the that's that the genre of we found this tape and it has shit on it. Like the last found footage genre. And the last one I saw of that one was the, the Blur Witch Project. Oh, that's right. You, you were you were crying in that movie that theater, movie huh? That movie was scary as shit. No, that movie was fucking scary. Fuck you, man. That movie was scary. Man, dude, I was like one of maybe two people in the whole theater that was like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? Man, I've had, man I've been, I've that been, was not... I've had people give me shit so much over the years. And then afterwards, no one gave me shit because they were like, huh, you were disabled to call it. I was like, I don't, wasn't trying to call it fake or not. It's just, I didn't buy it. I didn't know. It was weird. I felt ashamed. That movie scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I have no shame in saying that. <laughs> but to be crying in the movie theater, man, I mean, come on. To be fair, I was, to be fair, I was not crying. Now, did I scream like a... Ten-year-old boy? Yes, I did. <laughs> no, no, that was me. Can you, can you re I did can scream you like that. that scream, Pat? <laughs> How about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> How about that, you fucker? <laughs> I would like to have that sound clip, please. Okay, well, I will leave the rest of my list short because it's well over ten as it is. Do your top three. My top three? I can't do it. There's too many. Do your top five. <laughs> Um, how many do I have? One, two, three, four, five, twelve, sixteen movies and one TV show. <laughs> For the love of God, man. <laughs> so, guys, remember, Marsh got in touch with me and said, let's do our top ten. This man has twenty movies <laughs> and a TV show. <laughs> Chilling out. <laughs> well, and one isn't horror movie, but I'm doing, it's just one of my favorite vampire movies ever, and that's Once Bitten. <laughs> <laughs> now that is, now that movie I know for a fact is before Stephanie's time. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, it's just it's, it's before Jim Carrey. It's before it's, Jim Carrey was even on In Living Color. Oh, wow, that's how yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Wow. Cause it's like I think awesome. that movie came out like yeah, like maybe a year before he was on In Living Color. That's how back in the day it was. What's <laughs> bitten? Jesus fuck man. <laughs> uh, the T V show was True Blood. Did I already say that? No. Okay. No. True Blood. But uh and then I have I Am Legend on there, but I never got vampire off the movie. I never thought they were vampires. I, I know in the book they were vampires, but I, I, I know the story, but it, I never got vampire. The book is so much better. Speaking, speaking of that movie, fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was rough. That, did you, did that you, fucking is it, movie, Is it another man. movie that you cried at, Pat? You know what? You, you know what? I will admit I'm that. Sure you did. No, no. Right, I will admit that. There's no shame. I was, got teary eyed. I've only seen. I've only seen that movie twice, one time alone, and then 
one time with my mom's sister to share my pain. And each time, when that fucking scene comes on, there are tears in my eyes when he has to choke out his only fucking friend, that fucking dog. Fuck that movie. And then, after he does it, he goes to talk to his only other friend, the fucking Storm Mannequin. <laughs> He's a broken man. No, fuck that movie. Yes. Ah. Every fucking time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to throw Nosferatu in there, not because it was scary or anything, just because if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have Bram Stoker's Dracula, and I did like Bram Stoker's Dracula a lot. Actually, I think if it wasn't for the novel, we wouldn't have <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. I think they would have still made the movie even without Nosferatu. Maybe. How about Fright Night? <laughs> <laughs> Another movie before Stephanie's time. It's like, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, how did I even watch that? Because there's a whole lot of sex in that, too. Well, yeah, there is a lot of sex in that. What about Lost Boys? Lost Boys, man. The coolest ending line in movies. All the damn vampires. Oh, right. Um, I like John Carpenter's vampires a whole bunch. But nobody else did. And then you... I never saw it. Just like you never saw the next one. Uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> no, I've never seen Vampire in Brooklyn. And remember, just because, last, no, just no, because, no, no, just because, just because Vampire in Brooklyn was what was like a black horror movie does not mean Pat saw it racist, it was, okay? It was a big deal at the time. They made a big deal about it, how they gave all these young black actors work and I mean, Eddie Murphy was going on a campaign, a fucking, it, I'm surprised is all. And I'm even more surprised is you had never even heard of the movie until the first time we tried to do this episode. That blew me nope. away. I mean, that blew me away. That's all. Sorry. We'll just call that my token vampire movie. Oh, yeah, you would call it. Token vampire movie. Wouldn't you racist? I'm just joking because Blade's on my list too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and hit up the list here. Check them all off. <laughs> you can't have multiple token. <laughs> Don't stop there. You know, there's also Blackula. <laughs> Keep on going, man. Keep on going. Keep on going down the list. Blackula and this Blade 2. <laughs> this Blade 3. Trinity. <laughs> Let's keep it rolling. <laughs> uh, no. That's uh, not what I'm saying. Because Blackula is, so not, is we... not on my list. <laughs> so actual, did we actual just... black exploitation stuff is not my thing. The Eddie Murphy thing wasn't black exploitation. <laughs> it wasn't black exploitation on purpose. It's just an old movie well, and I, it has a lot of really cool actors in it. I, I like how you draw the line at, at actual exploitation. <laughs> All right, so did we just successfully go through your entire list, actually, <laughs> in hindsight? I had Interview with the Vampire and Queen of the Damned. I had Underworld. Dust Till Dawn. Ah, love uh, that one. Ultraviolet. 
Ultraviolet sucked. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get some uh, some quotes from Dust Till Dawn. Everybody be cool. Some of those are pretty you good. You be cool. Love that quote. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but I guess that would be a good spot to wrap it up since I need to get this thing recharged before I get out the house. I don't know. I feel like I'm just low energy. Am I always like this? Is this what I always? Man, like? I thought this was. I thought this one was way better than our first attempt. Like I felt, I thought I was low energy so? okay. on the first one. So, okay, so I guess this wraps up our Halloween special edition of Always Bet on Geek. I don't like that either. And now <laughs> I'm trying to get I'm trying to get it all out of the way so that you don't even actually have to speak, so I can just edit this stuff out. And now begins the. <laughs> The multiple ending version of Always Been on Geek as per usual. No, I'll try to make it just one this time. Alright, I guess that wraps up our Halloween episode of Always Bet on Geek. Uh, until next time, uh, I am Marshall, also known as Squishy Nos Inc. And lots of other crazy shit. Next to me is my wife, who's telling me no. And... Way off. How far away are you? 200 miles? Um, yeah, about 200. And I guess this has been. Sorry, babe. <laughs> you said you, you said you were gonna do it like <laughs> that's like one long thing, man. So anyway, all right. So this has been. This is the co-host. Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> it's all going wrong. <laughs> it's all going wrong. <laughs> and this has been your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat. AKA the Graveyard Shade. Thanks for listening. It's been a blast. Also, give a a what's up to our surprise guest host, Stephanie, AKA she's not just his wife, AKA that's right. Are you really not going to say we out? <laughs> I was waiting to see if Steph was, was going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> no, Steph, I already tried to, and she did the cuts thing, and she said, no, she's not talking. <laughs> okay. Nope. <laughs> All right, well. Okay, so take it from the top. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. This is you've been your, your co-host, Pat, a.k.a. The Graveyard Shade. And as always, if you want to email us, email us at alwaysbetongeek at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at alwaysbetongeek or go to iTunes and rate and admire and leave a comment. Or go to Stitcher and please do the same. And with that, we out. If you still complain about spoilers past this point, you're a fucking asshole.